The views expressed on this podcast are not those of Facts and Friends, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Twitter, Facebook, or anyone else you can think of, really. All opinions are those of Judson and Judson only, especially this one. I know some six-year-old girls who are just begging for it. Being American is more than a pride we inherit. It's the past we step into and how we repair it. Even in dark times, we not only dream, we do. We've learned again that democracy is precious. Democracy is fragile. And at this hour, my friends, democracy has prevailed. I was just sitting there trying to keep warm, trying to pay attention to what was going on. You're listening to Facts and Friends. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Facts and Friends, where we talk about all manner of topics from U.S. politics to would-be Hollywood cannibals. Wait, my name... What? My name is... (laughs) My name is... Can I talk? Yeah, I'm so sorry. Far (laughs) be it for me to interrupt you. He would never do that to me. Never. (laughs) My name is Tino, and with me this week, as always, is my friend and co-host. Most of you know him as a rejected menu item at Shea Army Hammer. It's Judson. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, Judson, you don't fit his tastes. Literally. That that makes sense. No, no. That that tracks. (laughs) He's straight, and he likes a leaner kind of cut, I think, in general. Uh, that's perf- that's a perfectly fair criticism. I'm so sad that we haven't gotten to cover that story, because it's been one of my favorites. We were going to do Cooking with Army. Yeah, yeah, a lot of things have been happening, you know? I mean... Um, too long didn't read, or you don't know anything about this, uh, Army Hammer uh, likes to pretend he's going to eat his girlfriends. There's a word for that. There is. I heard it yesterday. I No way I'm going to remember it. Vor? Is that the word you heard? No, no. Oh, okay. it's, it's a it's a much longer medical sounding oh, condition. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, for I'd forgotten about sexual vor. fetish. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's it's an odd one. We well, don't judge. So much k- we get- don't judge kinks here, Tino. <laughs> I do. That is I, well, you know, okay. That's fine. I don't. I still don't. Okay. That one. Uh, well, we can't get into it. <laughs> There's no time. Apparently, he acted on it a little bit. Uh, not oh. the, not to the point of cannibalism, but like the carving initials allegedly. Into his girlfriends. That's less fun. A little bit. Anyway, much to get to this week. But first, I wanted to extend a huge thank you to all of you listeners for making our last episode, Jewish Space Lasers, (laughs) the most downloaded episode of our show to date. Also, possibly the most misunderstood, at least in terms of presentation. We got we got a lot of weird. <laughs> we did, and we're going to talk about that. But also, just thank you, and keep telling your friends about us. Just keep doing it until you don't have any anymore. <laughs> Which is the likely outcome of that scenario. Right. So speaking of last week's episode, we had some fantastic community involvement. Judson was kind of uh, hinting at uh, the less fantastic community involvement. No, no, that was the best part. <laughs> no, it was great. We had we had we, we got to hear from so many of you, and uh, we, we might even do a quick mail- mailbag at the end of the show to talk about uh, some of the thoughtful and well-constructed comments uh, <laughs> and direct messages we received. That's how that went down. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. But a special tip of the hat to two of our listeners, Dave O'Donnell, who referred to the Jewish space laser image we used for episode 15 as the Death Star of David. Yep, and that's the, a good one. the winner, the winner this week, chef's kiss to Fleming Lord, who wondered in a comment, is a Jewish Death Star commanded by Oi Vader? <laughs> <laughs> Oi, Vader. Oh. Yeah. I, that was great. That was good. That was good. That was good. Clever. 
Yeah. When I replace Judson for interrupting me on the show, I will uh, <laughs> maybe reach out to one of you two. Death Star of David I had seen around, but uh, oh, I hadn't Lloyd seen Vader was a new one to me. So I liked that one better anyway. Yeah, that was good. Well, Judson, a great deal of this week's news centered around a little known congresswoman from Georgia's 14th district, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Who? <laughs> I don't even know if I'm saying it right. We've only done two features on her. <laughs> I can't wait for her to go away. But yeah. I, re- I just don't see that happening anytime soon. She's a star now. And and a lot of free time on her hands, apparently. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get to that. She also apparently got a standing ovation at the closed uh, Republican Congressional Caucus meeting, which is, uh, it turns my stomach, I guess. Yeah. But before we get into that, let's dive into some of the non-MTG news this week, starting with, is, is this becoming the, the Marjorie Taylor Green Crazy Carnival <laughs> podcast, where we only talk about her? I kinda, she's like place trump as our as our main topic of conversation <laughs> you remember a bunch of people were saying like uh what are comedians going to make fun of after trump is gone? <laughs> oh i think they'll find something oh, we've got plenty <laughs> plenty the gift that keeps on giving today's oh gop gosh well before we get into her again let's dive into some other stories namely i wanted to talk about aoc's powerful and honestly like somewhat upsetting account of what happened to her on the day trump's inbred army attacked the u.s capitol Yep. January 6th. Y'all Qaeda. So before we get into her description of the events, I wanted to share this little nugget with you that's part of the live stream she did on Instagram in which she talks about some of her awesome GOP colleagues. I don't know if you've heard this, but it's... I don't think I've heard this It struck me. The next day, that Monday, was one of the first legislative votes that we had in this new Congress. Um, It was on something called a rules package. And so... But basically what the rules does is that it sets down the rules that we all must abide by for the 117th Congress that we're now in. So it's a vote. Now, what happened was that this is normally a procedural vote. But what happened was that Republicans objected to the fact that the rules were gender neutral, that it didn't have man or woman or he or she or whatever, but it was just talking about people. Um, The rules were gender neutral. And so uh, Republicans in the the House decided that they were going to make a big fight over this. So what this means is that they try to make things as procedurally difficult to pass as possible. So I didn't know that. I I hadn't heard that either. Yeah. Arguing about having a gender neutral rules. You know, it's very hard to discriminate against women if your rules don't specifically call out women and have different rules for them. (laughs) I don't know if you know that. About that rules. is true. Well, some 30 plus minutes into the live stream, she starts talking about the actual day of the attack. She's back in her office for this clip I'm about to play, and she hears pounding on her door and doors along the hall. Run over to G, and G just looks at me back, and he just goes, hide, hide, run and hide. And so I, I run back into my office. I slam my door. There's another kind of like back area to my office and um, I, I open it and there's a closet and, and a bathroom. Um, and so basically I go into the back and there's a bathroom and then there's a closet and I jump into the bathroom and I immediately realized that I shouldn't have gone into the bathroom. I should have jumped in the closet. And so I, I open the door when all of a sudden I hear that whoever was trying to get inside got into my office. Um, and then I realized that it's too late, that it's too late 
for me to get into the closet. Is it not chilling? Oh, no, it, it definitely is. It gets worse. Also, G is a goddamn rock star. Who's G? Uh, someone in her office. I don't I don't know if that's a name, nickname, um, or if she's doing it for anonymity. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, whoever he is, kudos. So she's in her bathroom, in her office. And the beeps you hear are not her cursing. It's just the clips are kind of a bit long and rambling. So, I mean, this was a traumatic experience she's trying to recount. Oh, I thought so. she was just dropping random F-bombs in the middle <laughs> yeah, of her. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news. AOC has Tourette's. <laughs> So she's hiding in her bathroom in her office and she's behind the door of the bathroom. The door's closed. And here's how she describes that moment. And then I just start to hear these yells of, where is she? Where is she? And um, this was the moment where I thought everything was over. I could certainly see why she would think that. And like, we don't have time to go over her whole account. But it, it's pretty terrifying. And, you know, anyone in that situation would be afraid for their life. Absolutely. Right? It's kind of pants-shitting horror. Someone who has been, we know has been targeted by very violent rhetoric by the people on the right. Yeah, I mean, Steny Hoyer showed... Yeah, showed during the hearing the picture that, Marie, uh, that Marjorie Taylor Greene used to campaign uh, in which she showed three members of the quote-unquote squad um, next to her and her holding an assault rifle and saying she's their worst nightmare. Yeah. So... And if you go on any anything any uh, comment thread anywhere on the internet that references AOC in any way, they'd love to kill her. You will need eye bleach. Yeah, they would love yeah. to kill and rape her. I mean, it, it's right. it's explicitly said. I I stumbled onto a very bad rabbit hole a couple of days ago. It, it is it is appalling. You know, like I said, anyone in the situ- situation would be petrified, but it was particularly painful for AOC because she revealed in this live stream for the first time publicly that she is actually a survivor of sexual assault. The reason I say this and the reason I'm getting emotional in this moment is because these folks who tell us to move on, that it's not a big deal, that we should forget what's happened, or even telling us to apologize, um, these are the same tactics of abusers. And um, I'm a survivor of sexual assault. and I haven't told many people that in my life. All around, that's just so hard to hear. And I'm so sorry that she had to experience that. And why wouldn't her colleagues, Republican or Democrat, come to her side and give her support and comfort? Wait, what? Does that make sense to anybody except for the most fevered yes. brain? Is there a different aisle that they're reaching across <laughs> that I'm not familiar with? No, Judson, you're on to me. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. On Thursday, Representative Nancy Mace, Republican of South Carolina, tweeted, quote, I'm two doors down from at AOC and no insurrectionists stormed our hallway. Right. And AOC and didn't fucking didn't say, say that. that they were. Those bangs on the doors turned out to be Capitol Police. Who really need to work on their bedside manner. They're supposed to identify themselves. That's right. a big important part of their job. And their failure to do that and sort of the suggestion, I don't know if she knew at the time, but some of the Capitol Police might have been in on it. Certainly seems that way still. <laughs> right. So, so her Republican colleagues, of course decided to take this as an opportunity to accuse her of lying or embellishing what had happened. What do we say, Tino, about every accusation? Uh, we say it's a admission. It's an admission, yeah. They lied to accuse her of lying. That's what they do. Right. So all the accusations that she lied or made it up were easily debunked. Luckily, the GOP highly prizes fact checkers and their impartial work. So 
everything's fine now. Oh, the fuck are you out of your damn mind? <laughs> so Nancy Mace trying to go after AOC. She actually went on record saying that she was barricaded in fear in the same building. Yeah, uh, when it was happening, right? Right. Yeah. So, like, so what? not only did Nancy Mace lie about what AOC said, right? But she was even caught in a lie that she thought there was a risk that they could have had insurrectionists in the building that they were in, and that she w- she herself was worried about it. Right. Well, the the far right morons ran with it. You know, of course they did. Hashtag AOC lied was <laughs> trending on Twitter. Yeah, it, um, I saw some of that. I, I did too. I actually participated in it. Yeah, I, because I saw yours. Yeah. Oh, you did. Because what it became was uh, people posting photographs of their pets. Yeah. With under the hashtag AOC lied, and some had cute little captions. Like mine was AOC lied when it was my little. It was my dog Gilligan as a puppy and his first <laughs> bath, and he's like trying to get out of the bathtub. And he's soaking wet, and he looks like a rat. He's a Sheltie, a Shetland Sheepdog, so he's a very furry dog but when he's wet he looks like a rat sure so he's a puppy he's trying to get out of there and he's like a hashtag aoc lied when she told me that i was going to enjoy this bath (laughs) yep but that was most of them you actually couldn't find all the right-wing ones for all of the pet pictures that took over twitter that might have been the rabbit hole i fell down actually i oh did you oh no i found some of the ones that were legit accusing her of lying about her account yeah that couldn't have been good well, Judson, there's one other thing I wanted to talk about this week that doesn't involve AOC or the right continuing to be as deplorable as they were once and often are called. Are you sure it's not about that? At least tangentially. Mm, yeah, it might be. <laughs> Check this out. The views, assumptions, and opinions expressed by former U.S. attorney, former attorney to the President of the United States, and New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani, his guests and callers on his program are strictly their own and do not necessarily represent the opinions, beliefs, or policies of WABC Radio, its owner, Red Apple Group, and other WABC hosts or our advertisers. <laughs> <laughs> now it cold open makes sense. It, it didn't. I did not see that one. <laughs> oh, okay. I saw the Mike Lindell one. Oh, yes. For there OAN were, there, did yes. the exact same thing. So <laughs> the best part about that Giuliani one yep. is that his station, WABC, didn't tell them in advance that they were going to run it. <laughs> this is him reacting. I would have thought they would have told me about that before just doing what they just did. Eh, rather insulting. <laughs> so, this is like this is this is how he starts the show. Seconds oh, radio after, show. yeah, yeah. Yes, seconds after that, that that disclaimer just can ran. we can we start over and redo the beginning of this show because I feel like <laughs> I need to start off <laughs> with a similar complaint. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we will. <laughs> Uh, sorry, I, I interrupted you, uh, <laughs> Mayor C- Crazy. I would have thought they would have told me about that before just doing what they just did. Eh, rather insulting. And gives you a sense of how far this uh, free speech thing has gone. They've got to warn you about me? I also think putting it on without telling me, not the right thing to do. Not the right thing to do at all. Yes, Aww. they do have to warn your listeners about you, Rudy. <laughs> Particularly if they might be 15-year-old girls in a hotel room. Luckily for me, after GameStop, I bought stock in the, as Col- as Stephen Colbert suggested, the uh, uh, company that makes the world's smallest violin. Uh, and I feel <laughs> oh like my God. now, thanks to Giuliani there, my, my stock has definitely gone up. That's, a, that's oh, become a sure. very good investment all of, all of a sudden. For sure. Cry more. <laughs> 
It's almost like we should make t-shirts that say, fuck your feelings. Yeah, fuck, you. <laughs> fuck your feelings about everything. Yeah, like you said, there's also the disclaimer in front of the My Pillow Guy documentary. I started to watch it and I just couldn't deal. Uh, it was... <laughs> I got I got through the disclaimer. That's about all I could do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a documentary alleging a, a massive voter fraud if that changed the results of the election. isn't even going to stand behind what they're airing and blaming it entirely on Lindell. Yeah, if OAN thinks you're crazy, there's nothing here that will interest <laughs> me at all. Rudy and, and Mike Lindell got off easy. They did. Because <laughs> Lou Dobbs was canceled. Yeah, done. He had the most popular show on Fox Business. Now, I don't know what that means exactly. <laughs> it doesn't mean a lot. Let's be yeah. honest. Like, I, yeah. I mean, it's it's still Fox Business. It's not Fox. We have the most popular show <laughs> exactly. in the Fox and Friends media empire. <laughs> we do. That is we do. A, that it's is a true easily fact. the most popular. Yeah. Nothing's even close. Not e- no. We might get canceled too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Well, yeah, he was he was canceled and he was not happy about it. Though <laughs> didn't I see that his account tweeted <laughs> something yes. along the lines of This is Lou Dobbs verified Twitter account. Fox News has dropped Lou Dobbs tonight, promoter of Trump's false election fraud claims. <laughs> like, that's his verified Twitter, which yeah. I assume, I have to assume is controlled by someone at Fox Business and not Lou Dobbs personally. But that's well, just... I don't know if that's true unless he has two accounts because he did start tweeting and sharing tweets of people attacking Fox and Fox News for canceling him. It's possible that he that, that some more than one person has access to it as well. It could be like, you know... A, assistant yeah that could be the president tweeted through someone today about lou dobbs i saw that is that what happened Mm-hmm. Uh. A- amy kramer <laughs> yeah lou dobbs is i'm not giving him a voice <laughs> they took it away for a reason I, I i gotta say it really warms my heart to imagine donald trump sitting at home reading twitter he can't post but he's reading twitter and like screaming seething, just yeah. seething over the things he wants to say and yeah. like craft you can just imagine him like scribbling out tweets that he wants to write on like a, on like scraps of paper and backs of old envelopes <laughs> <laughs> it just oh god just that just it makes me feel so good i don't know it's just it's just oh, it's lovely but if he's actually gone as you just said he's gone around and he's like peddling tweets to other people telling them to tweet this out his his yeah. cutting insults that so he thinks. Sad. yeah we're gonna start getting tweets from baron from his dad guys <laughs> my dad's making me tweet this but uh anyway fake Fake news. I'm waiting for Baron to join the resistance. Still. I won the election. He might. That would be amazing. <laughs> that, w- that would be. He and uh, uh, Claudia Conway can, can take over the world. Yes. That would be fantastic. <laughs> well, Dobbs thanks Trump for his support. And uh, Dobbs is actually now being paid not to be on television, which I think is a far better investment for Fox News than being paid. I kind of wish we had that gig. Yeah. <laughs> not to be on the air. Yeah. Well, folks, maybe the Patreon we start, Judson, is for us not to have the show. That's right. As long as you pay us, we will shut up. Absolutely. <laughs> so let's let's get that. Let's get that. Uh, let's get that ball rolling. <laughs> I mean, a theme this week, and we're going to get into it a little bit after the break, and Lou Dobbs and Giuliani and Mike Lindell are all kind of screaming cancel culture. And- Don't forget Josh Hawley. 
Josh Hawley, yeah. And freedom of the press. That's another thing. Or free speech. Yeah, they don't understand that. They don't understand what any of these words mean. And we still are going to do a show on cancel culture because I think it's a fascinating topic. It's it's interesting because I think this is one where there's kind of some shit on both sides. It's a real issue there. There is a real issue of cancel culture, but the right has co-opted it. Yeah, it's it's become I am criticized in any way. Yeah, and that's not what it is. So, and I found some examples because originally we were going to do cancel culture this week and there's just too much to talk about. So, uh, we are going to do that and there's just some great examples of clearly not cancel culture <laughs> filet fish comes up but we'll talk about that later <laughs> in the meantime we are not getting canceled we are just going to take a quick break <laughs> and come back to really dig into marjorie taylor green our new favorite person <sighs> yes all right we'll be right back <laughs> The Facts and Friends podcast is brought to you by people like you. More and more, corporate America is taking over the podcast scene. Your support helps stave off a complete takeover. Please take a moment to share the podcast with your friends and followers via social media or word of mouth. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for helping out. It really does mean a lot. So, Judson, I am not proud of the fact that for the third time in four shows, we are spending a fair amount of time on Marjorie Taylor Greene. Someone that most that, that no one had heard of six to ten months ago, right? We we had talked about her. But but nobody who isn't like avidly watching politics. When she won her primary, we we said to each other, now we are going to have a QAnon believer in Congress. Yeah, more than one. We, we knew there was another one coming from Colorado. Thank you, Bobert. I didn't know about Bobert or I don't remember yeah. her. But anyway, we have a caucus. We've covered exhaustively all the horrific, anti-Semitic, violent, racist, racist, conspiracy, dangerous conspiracy theory, demonizing of Democrats and threatening to kill them bullshit that Marjorie Taylor Greene has said. We've covered that exhaustively at this point. Yeah, I think we really should have been called as witnesses (laughs) to the, the, the House. You know what? Don't even call us. Just play the show back. Right. Just. I think there was enough content there to say, yeah, she's not fit to serve. She's not fit to serve. I mean, she should have been expelled. Absolutely. And and Steve King, who was stripped of his committee uh, assignments, was stripped for far less just for being racist. Just for being racist. She's yeah. way worse than Steve King. And I never thought I'd be able to say that sentence. <laughs> so she was supposed to have a meeting with Kevin McCarthy. He's the minority leader in the House. Yep. And um, they were going to hash it out, right? I don't think that's what I thought was going to happen. <laughs> But now it's going to happen. That was the story. And they had that meeting. No one really knows what happened there. He did say that she was contrite and disavowed her past beliefs in QAnon. But he said a lot of things. He said a lot of things like, like this. He said he didn't even know what QAnon was. This is the most recent quote, just like from the other day. I think it would be helpful if you could hear exactly what she told all of us. Denouncing QAnon. I don't know if I say it right. I don't even know what it is. Bullshit. Okay. He doesn't know what it is. Bullshit. Turns out, Judson, he had talked about QAnon at least three times prior to that. Let me let me stop right there before we even go to the tape. If you are the leader of your party in the ha- U.S. House of Representatives and you don't know what QAnon is, you are not doing your fucking job. Yeah, you should resign. You are, you are too ignorant to be in a position of power. Absolutely. Obviously, he's lying. He knows what QAnon is. Right. He says it wrong deliberately to cast like, oh, I don't even know this QAnon stuff. I don't know what this stuff is at all fuck you well i figured it out judson the problem really isn't that he doesn't know what QAnon is okay the problem is that he just really sucks at pronouncing it oh okay but she has denounced the QAnon. <laughs> i've watched marjorie denounce the QAnon. 
You mentioned two people who are going to join our party, and both of them have denounced QAnon. <laughs> he just can't say the word. I mean, even in the, the clip I just played, listen back. I think it would be helpful if you could hear exactly what she told all of us. Denouncing QAnon. I don't know if I say it right. I don't even know what it is. Again, I feel like the U.S. House of Representatives could really benefit from listening to the Facts and Friends podcast <laughs> because I feel like we've gone over this. You, you, you guys would learn a lot. Objection. I'm sorry. I, I should have been gender neutral. You people would learn a lot. That's better. <laughs> well, as you might expect, in order to not get stripped of her committee positions, she started to change her tune and apologized profusely. Eh. <laughs> no, that didn't happen. <laughs> I mean, she did come out and like give the non-apology apology yeah we're gonna we're gonna actually dive into that okay. pretty deeply great um so first there was that private caucus meeting i mentioned in the earlier segment where she got a standing ovation and did not issue an apology i heard an interview i think it was with kevin mccarthy but i'm not sure wherein he says she didn't exactly apologize it might have been it might have been kinzinger <laughs> though I, I don't precisely remember but someone who was there kinzinger was mad about the ovation he was mad about the ovation but she didn't apologize there in that private meeting and then there was this garbage on the house floor for all of us to experience her yeah thank, thanks for that her speech was full of lies devoid of contrition much less an apology and also it was so carefully wordsmith to avoid actually disavowing some of her past positions yeah like she believes in 9-11 it happened i also want to tell you 9-11 absolutely happened i remember that day crying all day long watching it on the news and it's a tragedy for anyone to say it didn't happen and so that i definitely want to tell you i do not believe that it's fake but that's not what you were accused of. No, that's not what that's, you said. That's not what you said was that how that there was never a plane found in the wreckage of the Pentagon. Right. But there was. The so-called plane that hit the Pentagon. Yeah. I, I think on a report I saw on CNN, Anderson Cooper pointed out, even 9-11 truthers don't deny that 9-11 happened. Right, exactly. It was an inside job or, <laughs> exactly. you know, there was something else going on or, you know. So she doesn't disavow herself of that conspiracy theory at all. Not a bit. No, she denies things that are adjacent to right. what she was accused Very of broadly. to give her the cover she did the same thing about the school shootings yeah she said that she does believe that school shootings happen but she just has school shootings she doesn't name them she doesn't name the two that she specifically said were false flags parkland and sandy hook those didn't come up she didn't apologize for saying that they were false flags of course not so she didn't apologize for anything no she didn't apologize for a goddamn thing she <laughs> she also claimed this because if it weren't for the facebook post and and comments that i liked in 2018 I wouldn't be standing here today and you couldn't point a finger and accuse me of anything wrong. Bullshit. My response to that is this. There is an Islamic invasion into our government offices right now. How do you get avid gun owners and people that support the Second Amendment to give up their guns? Maybe you accomplish that by performing a mass shooting into a crowd. You make them scared. You make them victims and you change their mindset. The so-called plane that crashed into the Pentagon. It's odd. There's never any evidence shown for a plane in the Pentagon. Kennedy getting killed in the plane crash. That's another one of those um, Clinton murders, right? Q is a patriot. We know that for sure. Again, I don't have any proof of this, but I'm, we're talking about who is Q, so I'm going to tell you what he says. Many in our government are actively worshiping Satan, or they call Moloch. Q is saying that they participate in pedophilia, 
and spirit cooking. We already saw there was an email came out of the WikiLeaks emails where Cheryl was at Cheryl Moles and she told Hillary Clinton in an email that she was going to sacrifice a chicken to Moloch in her backyard. Saudi Arabia, the Rothschilds, and Soros, he says, are the puppet masters that fund this global evil. There's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to take this global cable of Satan-worshipping pedophiles out. So n none of that had to do with Facebook posts at all. Yeah, those are all her words, her videos. So yeah, fucking Marjorie, like you would be there. We had two whole segments on the things she's done before news of these Facebook posts broke. And we still barely are covering it. And we yeah, didn't even scratch the surface of the reasons she is unfit to serve. So here's one of her outright lies. She claimed on the House floor that she stopped believing QAnon in 2018. You mean QAnon? Sorry, QAnon. <laughs> he has that same block with QAnon that um, former Senator David Perdue had on Kamala Harris's name. Kamala or what? Kamala or Kamala, 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 I don't know. <laughs> You're like, you served with her. You know what her fucking name is. I stumbled across something, and this was at the end of 2017, called QAnon. Well, these posts were mainly about this Russian collusion information, a lot of it was some of what I would see on the news at night, and I got very interested in it. Later in 2018, when I started finding misinformation, lies, things that were not true in these QAnon posts, I stopped believing it. Wrong. Did, did you, though? No, she did <laughs> No. Turns out she didn't. Remember that gem last week that we played about her believing that uh, Ruth Bader Gingrich was <laughs> using? <laughs> That's her mistake. <laughs> using yes. a body double? Yes, I do. Just like Hillary Clinton used a body double. A, that's a Q conspiracy theory. Yes. And B, that was recorded in 2019. Everything is a Q conspiracy theory now, though. Any conspiracy theory. Q basically just grabbed all of the conspiracy theories and lumped them into one giant potluck right. conspiracy theory dinner. Well, so, I mean, that's just an outright lie. She never, she didn't stop believing QAnon, and I doubt that she has stopped believing in QAnon at all. I'm sure she hasn't, but she knows that the only way she was going to possibly keep her her uh, committee uh, assignments was to do this, to to pretend, to, to, to try to be, you know, sway some of the people to, to vote right. against this. You know, finally, in that speech she gave before the vote to strip her or not strip her of her committee assignments, she also kind of played the victim. She brought up cancel culture a lot. Of course. And free speech. I can feel my violin stocks just going up, <laughs> inching up every time. And how the media is dishonest and they just want to attack her and paint a false narrative. Lady, there's no false narrative. That you, that, that greatest hits that we played a few minutes ago, those are your words. You said them. You recorded yourself saying them. Yeah, you were proud of that. And the shitty Republicans who did get up to speak on her behalf, they played that same tune, which is free speech, cancel culture. And then they also attacked procedurally because this is unprecedented. And, and they said, when we get in power, we're going to kick AOC and, they threatened. and Ilhan Omar. And, yeah. You know that that is going to happen. Yeah, that's, that's the thing that they will try to do for sure. It's kind of the same situation as with impeachment. It's a dangerous precedent to set. And it's probably a political loss. But there have to be consequences. Uh, yeah. What she did is she should be expelled from Congress. She shouldn't just if be. If we're not going to hold people, try to hold people accountable. When they gave her these committee assignments, Judson, they knew what she had said and done. Yeah. And and they had the opportunity. They, they're mad about this be, this vote happening. Like they wanted to deal with it internally, the way, the way they dealt with it, Steve King, internally. And they were given the opportunity and they Failed. Did you hear what they proposed? Uh, no, I didn't hear what they proposed. They proposed removing her from the Education and Labor Committee 
and keep putting her on a second different committee. So basically <laughs> moving her off one committee, but not not diminishing the number of committees she served on. No, that's not that's that's not acceptable. That's not that's not a punishment. No, it's not acceptable. No. She did not deserve to have a committee no. of, of any type. It's insulting and offensive that they would put her on a committee or two to begin with. Yeah. They were given the opportunity to deal with this the right way. And they refused. And they failed. Kevin McCarthy had the chance to do what it was what needed to be done to avoid a vote in the House, and he and he was either unable or unwilling to right. to get it done. Well, the vote was two hundred thirty to one ninety nine, with eleven GOP votes to remove her from her committees. Yep, she is no longer on those committees. Uh, what is stunning about that? Is, I mean, I think that's more than we expected to vote against her. That is more than I expected to vote against. And it was interesting that some of the people that voted to impeach Trump did not vote to remove her yeah. for using the procedural, uh, the precedent setting argument. Right. And the Liz Cheney was one, right? Liz Cheney did vote to impeach, but did not vote. But did not to, vote to, to, yeah, yes, that's, to remove her. Yeah. Speaking of Liz Cheney. <laughs> yes, indeed. The Republicans met again, same private meeting. And they voted whether or not to strip her of her. She's basically the third most. She's the third. Yeah, she's the third Republican in the in the House. Yeah. Right. She's the third most powerful Republican in the House. They voted to strip her of that leadership position. You know how many votes she got? Sixty-one to strip her from of her leadership. Yeah. To strip her of her leadership out of a uh, two hundred and change. Right. They have like two hundred twelve. Yeah. Two hundred thirteen, something like that. Yeah. But 61 versus 11? They want to condemn her? Yeah, six, six times as many, just about. Yeah. Would, would rather condemn Liz Cheney. Someone standing a up Cheney. for her. Cheney. A Cheney. <laughs> rather than someone who is demonstrably crazy and believes the wackiest things and is just an awful person. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that Liz Cheney isn't an awful person, but they're awful differently. Right. No, absolutely. They're definitely. And if, and if I have to rank them, I know who's get, who's going to go in uh, higher up on my scale. Yes, without a doubt. I, 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 it's, still, it's still not a good spot, Liz. I'm sorry. I, I don't even like saying nice things about some of these people. <laughs> the, 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 it's just getting so much worse in the extreme that those people look palatable is not the right word. I mean, like respectable. No, no. By comparison, they aren't. They're, relative to Marjorie Taylor Greene, they're the best we've got. That's that's all I that's, can say. And that's it's terrifying. <laughs> Well, the day after she was removed from her committee, she gave a press conference, which was mostly far-right talking points. Of course she did. (laughs) Of course it was. Which was mostly far-right talking points and anti-media nonsense. (laughs) I I need you to help me understand this little part of it, though. She said these two things a few seconds apart. I'll just play the, the clips, okay? Okay. Yesterday, when the Democrats and 11 of my Republican colleagues decided to strip me of my committee assignments, education and labor and the budget committee. You know what they did? They actually stripped my district of their voice. Okay. Does she not get to vote anymore? I feel like she gets to vote still. She does. Then she said this seconds later. Okay. I'm fine with being kicked off of my committees because it'd be a waste of my time. Wait a minute. (laughs) You just said that your constituents were stripped of their voice. Her doing her job for her constituents is a waste of her time. That's what she said. It's a waste of their time, too. (laughs) Let's let's be clear, though. To address the first first part, Mm. the people of Northwest Georgia are not guaranteed a voice on the Committee of Education and Labor or the budget. They are not. They're guaranteed a vote in the house of representatives when bills are actually passed correct that's that's what they're guaranteed and they were not stripped of that they're merely stripped of anyone having to put up with your bullshit in committee meetings that's it absolutely she was also asked at this press conference if she wanted to apologize for calling for the execution of nancy pelosi do do you think she she did i'm gonna guess she did not apologize and then she did not admit that she did that is that close it's 
close. Okay. I think you could have gotten closer. Okay. I you stand by the fact that you said Nancy Pelosi is guilty of treason and that's I think you heard that. my speech yesterday. You owe the people an apology. You lied about President Trump. <laughs> no, I missed the I missed the you need to apologize to us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's that's on me. I'm sorry. Yeah, I I, I thought you would have gotten that. You <laughs> you're inside their brains. <laughs> You know, and I was wondering whether to play this in the earlier segment or this one. And I decided on this one because she did have some thoughts on the AOC situation that we covered earlier in the show. Did she? Yeah. Did she have a pretty picture of a cat or something to post? (laughs) She did not. Oh, disappointing. I was in the chamber, unlike AOC, Representative Ocasio-Cortez, that faked her outrage with another hoax. Just another hoax. Fuck you. I, I know. So I thought she wasn't dealing in conspiracy theories and lies anymore. I thought that was part of her non-apology the day before. Sure, if you believed any of the non-apology. Well, she got a rave review for this press conference, Judson. Uh, from whom? From one of your favorites, one of your all-time favorites. Uh, see, I think I, I think I saw the rave review, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Matt Gates. Oh, fucking Matt Gates. God damn it. Bravo, Marjorie Taylor Greene. That was so good. I almost had to smoke a cigarette afterwards. Okay. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> that makes me wonder if he was watching the press conference while he was in bed with his houseboy. It it does make you wonder that. Yeah, yeah it does. So, wow. Florida. Wow. Yeah. Wow. On no level is that appropriate. And coming from Matt Gates, it's especially creepy. It's disturbing. Yeah, it really wow. is. Wow. It's crazy when Matt Gates isn't the worst person in Congress, though. That's that is weird. That's that that is a paradigm shift. Uh, we might call that. Um, yep. It's like what happened when Louis Gohmert was no longer the dumbest person in Congress. We have to like recalibrate to a new level of stupid. Who took his spot? I think there's an argument to be made, but for some of these new people that have just come in, yeah. But come on, Gomert. On the other hand, Louis Gomert is still pretty stupid. He's $5,000 poorer as well. He, he is. I'm looking forward to that increasing over time, too. <laughs> yes. He got, for those who aren't up in the news, he is one of the first congressmen to be fined for skipping the metal detectors and security screenings as they go into the chambers. Right. Well, to put a bow on this, Judson, I wanted to hear from another one of your all-time faves. I'm scared now. Sheriff David A. Clark. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, I remember Sheriff Clark. What is he known for? Being terrible? <laughs> Judson, most of the people we talk about in this show are known for that. <laughs> that's, that's true. I couldn't give you like a specific thing that I could remember from him. I, he's just a, just a really polarizing right-wing crazy kook. He's like if General Michael Flynn had never gone into the military, had instead become a small-town sheriff in Minnesota. Yeah. He's like a, a black Joe Arpaio. Yes, exactly. Mm. Yeah. Well, he tweeted to Mitt Romney, who he's not a fan of. Uh, surprising. At Mitt Romney, fuck you, Romney. And the horse you rode in on. Wait, wait. I thought he was from he's not from South Carolina if he's using that kind of language. Definitely not. You don't <laughs> use that language. And, and it's not a horse he rode in on. It's a, a car with a dog on the roof. <laughs> right. David Clark says, you are what's wrong with the GOP right now. Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene is a breath of fresh air for conservatives. She has bigger balls than you do. You wear panties. <laughs> Okay, first of all, he wears magic underwear. That's right. That is what Mormons do, and it is this is wrong of you to cast aspersions on him for his religion. Also, I will not speculate about Marjorie Taylor Greene's genitalia in any way, shape, or form. Oh, uh, we've had a friend that got into some trouble with for that. Oh, we did? We did. <laughs> we sure did. Oh, I forgot about that. 
<laughs> we won't get into that. No, we, sh- we shouldn't. We shouldn't bring that up. Um, and thirdly, a breath of fresh air. Really? Fresh air. Yeah, that's like a, a glass of fresh water from Flint, Michigan. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very much like that. Oh, God. She's just awful. I can't think of anything bad enough to compare her to right now. Well, luckily, Judson... Two to four years, there will be someone worse than Marjorie Taylor Greene, <laughs> and you can compare her to that. That's true. <laughs> and if there is, you can hear about them here on the Facts and Friends podcast. <laughs> Again, highly recommend all members of the House of Representatives listen to the show. Absolutely. The Democrats, you probably won't appreciate it, but you know we're here for you. And the Republicans, you will learn a lot. You will. All right. We will be right back with some... Listener fan mail. Oh boy. <laughs> Fans was in quotes. <laughs> hey, FNFers, Judson here. Tino and I are always looking to interact more with our fantastic audience. If you have questions, ideas, complaints, or just need a friend, you can reach out to us at factsandfriends at gmail.com. That's facts, the letter N, friends at gmail. And if you want to make a more intimate connection, I'm on Twitter at the fault in my arse. Again, the fault, the letter N, my arse. And you can find Tino at Uncle Tortilla. We can't wait to hear from you. Well, you've made it through most of another episode of the Facts and Friends podcast. And before, before we get to our first ever viewer mailbag, we are going to do our weekly ritual of begging you for your help. now the great thing about the help that we beg for is that it's free all we ask of you is that you please tell your friends about the show suggest they listen to it maybe send them a link to an episode that you particularly enjoyed or particularly didn't enjoy and uh, that would just go a long way i have suggestions if you need any just you guys (laughs) just reach out and ask (laughs) do we have marjorie taylor green's (laughs) congressional email i'm sure it's online right we'll just, i'm sure it is yeah we'll just send send her some episodes i'm sure she'd love them particularly uh, some of the recent ones we've been doing I, I also recommend a couple other things you can send her uh dicks by mail and uh <laughs> shit express shit express which is a uh, horse shit in a box yep so if you could help us that would be fantastic uh you can also interact with us directly either through twitter at facts and friends facts letter n and friends or on facebook where our facebook page is just facts and friends and if you'd like to reach out to us individually where can they reach out to you, Judson? I'm on Twitter uh, at the fault and my arse. The fault, the letter N, my arse. Great. And I am at Uncle Tortilla. All right. Well, we have never done a listener mailbag before, Judson. That might be true. Yeah. I don't think we have for either this show or the show we did before I think we've this. occasionally talked about like comments we've gotten, but we definitely got a lot more like direct messages this week. And as I said in the open, they were thoughtful well constructed the spelling was impeccable you know why do you lie to our listeners why 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 do you do that wait why are you lying (laughs) why don't you apologize uh yeah should have seen that coming well this is one of my favorites okay it's from should we say who they're from or no these people didn't necessarily consent to us reading their mails that's true i would say yeah just the first name only i think that'd be fine right okay this is from gene Gene's avatar is a man in a hat with superimposed American flag. That's not a good sign. Just right. So Gene, for the record, Gene spent a long time thinking about this one. He, he he rolled up his sleeves and really put on his thinking cap, and he sat down at his computer and he typed us this one. K. 
that's it. That, that. <laughs> that's that's the comment on the show. Jewish space lasers. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Do we not have the best listeners in all of podcasting? <laughs> wow. Well, I had to correct uh, Gene because I think the letter of the week was definitely Q. He might have just misspelled Q. I, mean, <laughs> yeah, quite honest, yeah. I wouldn't put that past Gene. Easy to get them confused. Boy, we are really encouraging people to write us, aren't we? <laughs> I mean, if you write something thoughtful or funny, we got some funny ones, I thought. I responded uh, as well to this one. I said, I'm guessing this is the first part of a three-part message. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting two more cases. <laughs> yeah, that, that would that would track. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What else do we have in here? Oh, we also got a message from Jane who said, not interested. Not interested. That was her whole message. That's fair. I responded, the feeling is mutual. <laughs> it's true also fair yeah uh let's see any other good ones in here there are some there were a lot of people that didn't understand that we were not advocating jewish space lasers yes yes it was it's very confusing for some people <laughs> like we got like a what's this all about we gotta wrap up this show so i'm gonna i'm just gonna give you my favorite one <laughs> all right this is from Corey. oh Corey. Corey and i had a a fun exchange. You and Corey had a back and forth. <laughs> I was not involved in this one. <laughs> Corey said, what the fuck is a Jewish space laser? Sound like the Jews running the world plan on ruining it. <laughs> I said, oh, oh, good. A right-leaning anti-Semite appears. Joy. Well, Corey wasn't done with us. Or you. <laughs> Corey said, ha, 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 ha. I tried to do that exactly as he wrote it. I think it was accurate. LOL, all caps, and then a laugh emoji. So sure. if you didn't catch it, he's laughing. <laughs> then he says, oh, I see facts and friends can't take a joke. Space, period, space. Oh, that, that hurts right there. Hey, space, comma. <laughs> space. Space. <laughs> Please tell me facts about Rothschild family. Space, Misspelled. comma. Yes. Space. Why the Great Depression happened. Space comma, space, how the Federal Reserve was started, and who did 9-11, <laughs> space, question mark. I will say I was grateful that he didn't use an Oxford comma for the first time maybe in my life because it would have been preceded by a space. That's true. <laughs> so off you go, he says. Is he British? That's a British thing to say. I don't know. He blocked us, so I can't check right now. Oh, that's too bad. Uh, um, but I, I'm more... He's not done. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. He says, I'm more of a friendly hobbit who loves, all caps, freedom, space, comma, space. <laughs> Enjoy <laughs> you Jewish laser beam... Mate. Maybe he's New Zealand. If he's a hobbit, you think it's a New Zealand reference? Maybe. And there's a bunch of emojis. Anyway, I said that if you'd actually been joking, we'd have laughed. Uh, of course, your follow-up about the Rothschild family indicates you weren't, even if we give you the benefit of the doubt. Okay, so ho so how did how did this conversation end? Before blocking us, he says, go get a fucking vaccine and wear seven masks. Stay safe, asshole. Sorry, you forgot the space. I'm sorry, space excl exclamation point space. Sorry. <laughs> Stay safe, asshole. No, no <laughs> punctuation. Also, no comma after safe. There should have been a comma. And also before asshole. I tried to write back and point out like how ridiculous it is that he thought telling us to get a vaccine and wear a mask or seven masks or whatever was somehow insulting to us. Like, 
Okay, we're gonna do that. The thing you said to do, we were already gonna do that. So, thanks? I, I don't know. It's just a weird thing that they think that's offensive. Getting a vaccine and wearing masks. Yeah, like, yes please? I would love my vaccine, thank you. Y- yeah. And now I think I know why we've never done viewer, or sorry, why we've never done listener mailbacks before. <laughs> I want to thank all of those listeners for writing in. <laughs> it's possible some of them didn't actually listen to the show. It is likely that many of them did not actually especially a bunch of the other ones they're like hey what's this and you're like uh it's in the podcast why so don't just listen just listen well um c- keep them coming we will we will <laughs> <laughs> make them better than this now if we get any of that quality or higher <laughs> so anything we may read it on the air any letter beyond k and, but, and you'll, you'll get right in the air. Here's the deal, though. If you fucking put a space before your punctuation, <laughs> I'm not reading it. That was the last time. Corey ruined it for the rest of you. Yeah, so. he did. So just don't do it. And just don't do it in life. No, that's... We're, we're, this is an important life lesson that we're teaching you here at the end of the show. <laughs> don't put spaces before your punctuation. In any event, we will see you next week. Oh, it's impeachment week next week. Woohoo! And Valentine's Day. So you're saying we're not getting into cancel culture again? I probably won't have time. So are you saying, is this what you're telling me, Tino? You have canceled cancel culture. Oh, my God. <laughs> is that, that's, what's, that's what seems dun, to have happened. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and you claim not to have seen Inception. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just living it right now. That's right. <laughs> all right. We will see you all next week. Take care. Bye, everyone. <laughs> I can't say yep. You can't. <laughs> yep. Wear a mask. Stay safe. You voted for Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yes. You know about the hateful and violent things she said or liked or done. Not all of them. Not all of them, but you know of some of them. Right. And she hasn't apologized for it. Does that bother you? Well, it doesn't. I'm not going to lose any sleep over it, but it doesn't I mean, even bother the fact me that, that she, Even the fact that she's cast doubt on whether a plane crashed in the Pentagon on 9-11? I mean, families are still mourning today? Oh, yeah. Does that not bother you? That does. Because right. something did happen. So it, why doesn't she just apologize? Have you ever thought about that? Not really. Does it trouble you? Not a lot. Not no more than everything else that goes on in Washington. Oh, honestly, man, I believe that... I mean, I've done stuff that I regret, you know? And I'd hate for people to judge me on that, so... Have you ever talked about eating babies? Because that's what QAnon believes in, and that's what she supported in the past. It's kind of different than other things, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess so. If you talking about eating babies, I mean... I mean, that's not cool, right? No, I wouldn't say so. Does that trouble you then? Yeah, with, uh, with two babies outside that did. <laughs> you know, it's almost like she's a clickbait congresswoman. 